What you are about to hear is a labor of love. Our love is for the music, and the music is for the people. We at Rockstrikes 10 and cnjradio.com have always recommended that any music we promote on our shows be legally purchased, downloaded, and or streamed. We feel this way not only for our network of shows, but for all music-based shows. By supporting the artist in this way, more music can be created and the industry as a whole can prosper. The music is owned by their respective labels, or hopefully by the artists themselves. This broadcast is owned by cnjradio.com. Our only mission is to promote the music we love and promote the legal purchase of it. Enjoy the show and turn it up. Welcome to Rock Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today, especially if you're doing it at the central station of cnjradio.com. Okay, so I'm recording this one on what is, I guess, calendar-wise, the first official day of summer, which is absurd to say that out loud in a place like Texas. Because it's been feeling like summer for at least a month and change at this point. And I'm not complaining because I complain when the weather's cold and when it's raining. So I'm taking it in stride. But as far as what I'm doing for the show currently, of course, I am waist deep in going through all the possible albums I can listen to for 1983. And as a nice little coincidence, I'm right around the time of about 40 years ago today. I'm like right there in, in June listening to the records that came out around that time in the summer of 83. So I'm definitely working those 1983 albums a lot of hours per day until I get the list done, until I can bring that big count down to you. But until then, of course, we're going to do weekly shows and just certain things that pop in my brain or if current events happen, like the Josh Freeze episode last week, or unfortunately if somebody dies like a Tina Turner, then it's easy enough to do a show But as I'm working on these 1983 records, I am also currently listening to stuff from this year as well, which I haven't been doing the last few years, but I said I was going to actively listen to new records and the odds and ends throughout the year. So by the time I get to the end of the year, I'm not just last minuting it. And also with records, as some of my fellow podcasters will understand this and any hardcore music fan, you might not particularly feel a record on the first go. It may take a couple of listens or just live with it through the whole year and and see where it lands at the end of the year, that kind of stuff. So while I'm doing all that, speaking of music from this year, came upon another batch of 10 odds and ends for the year 2023. We got volume two coming up here on the show this week, and I actually have a basically a theme within the theme here for you. Yes, we are doing odds and ends. If you are a new friend of the show, odds and ends are songs that are going to be on single-only releases, soundtracks, cover albums, tribute albums, songs from podcasts. They are what I say they are. They're basically these odds and ends that for the most part do not show up on the year-end awards, the lists, and stuff like that. And I'm here to give them a home. And what better place for the musical Island of Misfits toys than over here at Rock Strikes 10. There's plenty of room, so come on down. So, this theme within a theme 
for the odds and ends. I've got mostly punk rock music and punk rock adjacent music. I'm not going to get into like calling things subgenres or anything like that. They're just bands that kind of hang their hat somewhere around the punk genre or have at some point in their career. And I'm going to do double shots all throughout here because I got some singles to play, some random stuff that just makes sense to do double shots, not just for purpose of time, but uh, you'll see. I'm going to tie in this first one pretty well. We're going to kick things off with something from the new EP. And yes, EPs do count for the odds and ends. The new EP from Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. Joan's out on the road this summer, as pretty much every summer. You can almost wind your watch to Joan Jett being on the road. She's a lifer. She gets it. She loves it. She's always out there. Hall of Famer. Earned it. Joan can play decent-sized places on her own, but she's playing decent-sized arena-type places this summer, opening up for Brian Adams, which seems like an odd pairing, but I would have to guess that this actually will be a decently successful outing uh, as far as selling tickets this summer. I could be wrong, but I feel like it just kind of seems to make sense Honestly, both of those bands kind of get played on the same radio stations at this point. Old school stations. I don't want to say oldies, but I kind of just did. But yeah, the half dozen songs that each person door to door would know by each of those artists, those songs get played on the same stations every day. So yeah, let's go with that. So like I said, I'm going to try to go to the show. I think it'll be a pretty good show. I might peek the set before I go because I've seen Brian before and it really depends on what kind of stuff he's leaning on. Since it's the 40th anniversary of Cuts Like a Knife, hopefully it'll be that. So we'll see. But getting back to Joan, since she's out on the road, she's promoting this new EP called Mindsets. And I listened to it. It's okay. It's not my favorite thing that she's ever done. I like the last album better than this one right here. So if you want to listen to new Joan Jet, I'd say go with Unvarnished or Center or something like that. Center's great, by the way, if you never heard it. Go check that out. But I do like the opening track on the EP quite a bit, so I'm going to kick off the show with it here today. Here is Joan Jett and the Blackhearts with the song, If You're Blue. Remember that I promise you I don't want to break I 
Call me, call me, call me if you're blue
Kicking off the show here today with a double shot, we started off with Jones and the Blackhearts with the opening track from their new EP, Mindsets, that was If You're Blue. And then we continued on with a former Blackheart, Ricky Bird. Yeah, representing the Bronx, New York. Ricky Bird, a former member of Jones and the Blackhearts. He's got a couple of new singles out, and I I could not play this. I'm a sucker for Reach Out, I'll Be There. I played a really killer version of David Johansson doing it last year on the show. But much respect to anybody who can do a good cover of that because I feel like it's not an easy song to do for some reason. It's, it's very sophisticated and, and definitely a perfect pop song. And guys like Johansson and Ricky, they grew up on that stuff, so they take it very seriously. So yeah, I like it. It's the B-side to a single that Ricky put out called Glandemic Blues. And it's a fun enough song, but I just didn't want to play a song talking about the pandemic because it's it's a bit of enough already. But I appreciate the thought. It's nothing against Ricky. Uh, he's got another single out here that I'm gonna I haven't listened to yet. So if it's really good, I'll play it on the next Odds and Ends if it passes the test. So yeah, hope you enjoyed that. Always fun. Reach out. I'll be there. Of course, Four Tops classic right there. And let's get into some more covers here. There's going to be a lot of covers on this episode, but hey, that's the fun part about the odds and ends. They always have the potential to turn into a cover show as well. So a theme within a theme within a theme. So there have been a couple new singles out this year from a favorite punk rock band of mine, Fear. And it's just really nice to see leaving in any carnation of Fear being active in this last few years, especially. Yeah, they re-recorded their first couple of records, which that that's totally fine. The important part is they're out playing shows again. I think I talked about this on the show recently because I saw them at the Halloween show. They opened up for Alice Cooper and the Misfits. And like the Lee Ving that I grew up on, this really intimidating, tough guy kind of thing. And now you see him out there, but I got to say... Lee still looks terrifying. Like, now he looks like an old mob boss that you would not want to fuck with. And so it's got a whole other thing going on. It went from, like, tough guy, bouncer kind of thing, you know, Mr. Body and all that stuff, and now you got this guy that is not afraid to get his hands dirty still, and he's been through it. So the leaving persona still plays, believe it or not. So got a couple of fun covers to play for you here. By fear, I'm just going to have you go in blind. So make sure you turn it up because, of course, yes, it is fear and you must turn it up.
Okay, yes. All right. So everybody else for the rest of the show has got their work cut out for him. I probably should have closed with that because that's that fucking rolled. But yes, Fear with two new cover singles out this year. Of course, the first one being Dirty Deeds, Done Dirt Cheap, the ACDC classic. Lee playing some harmonica on there as well. Didn't expect that, did you? And we finished off with one of the greatest rock and roll songs ever written and recorded. For my money, yes. Nice Boys, the Rose Tattoo original, just, you can't beat it. You just freaking can't. Although Fear does an excellent job at covering it. Of course, most people, especially in the States, and especially if you're not like an old school hardcore punter, and I am not, I'm not going to front, I'm no poser, much respect to all those guys. If you recognize that as a Rose Tattoo original, because you are badass, for sure. Of course, thankfully, Guns N' Roses had the wherewithal and good taste to cover that song. So in the hopes that eventually we would find the original, and some of us did, and we're very grateful. So thanks, guys. And thank you, Fear, for those great, fun covers. I enjoyed that. I hope you did as well. So I've got another punk rock double shot to play for you from the same artist, and I am going to not even tell you who this is. We're going to have a little Pepsi double shot challenge right here. A double shot of my favorite beverage. And I found this just randomly. I don't even know where I heard about it. It might have even just come up like on a shuffle or something like on the streaming. So I was like, man, this is actually pretty good. And I'll give you one hint going into this double shot right here. The person singing on these two punk rock classics is probably one of the most famous punk rock people associated with its culture, yet is not known for being a musician or a singer or anything. They're known for something else entirely, but it all fits in within the punk rock culture. Confused? Probably, but I'm still going to play the songs anyway, so we're going to kick off this double shot with a really fun version of the jam classic, in the city, enjoy and put your thinking caps on.
had a couple of fun punk rock classics right there. So that was punk rock karaoke backing up the legendary sports icon, Tony Hawk, right there, doing jams in the city. And then we finished up with the Dams' first ever single and arguably the first ever punk rock single. Neat, neat, neat. So yeah, not bad there, Tony. That's overtly good for punk rock karaoke, I will say. And apparently you can buy this single physically as a 7-inch via Cleopatra Records. And if you grew up knowing enough about music to know about record labels and what they did and didn't do, uh, in my generation, Cleopatra Records was kind of the worst. But I gotta say, over the last decade probably, they've been making interesting moves, putting out better quality reissues, just doing better in general. And I like things like this. Like, that's fun. That's something I could wrap my head around. And I actually would buy this single if I saw it out in the wild. So there you go. Tony Hawk with his musical debut. A late bloomer at 55. But hey, you want to put out some more punk rock singles, Tony? I'll listen to them. I'll probably wind up playing them on the show. So yes. Okay. Another two for right here with a band from my home state that I play a decent amount here on the show, much to some people's chagrin. But I do like them. They're fun. They're good people as well. Bowling for Soup. They've got a new, I think mostly covers album out, which is called Don't Mind If We Do. It's mostly covers. I think it's got a couple of originals and a couple of novelty one-offs that they did. But fun little release right here. If you want to hear them do Two Tickets to Paradise or Let Your Love Flow, then check this out as well. But I'm going to play two songs on this double shot. Uh, Very different. Very yin-yang. So I'm going to play them covering a very popular pop song that is quite recent. And most of you, I would think, even if you don't follow pop music, which I don't, I don't follow Top 40 anymore. There's nothing for me ever. And I really try sometimes, but yeah, they got fucking nothing for me for the most part. There's there's that occasional song, you know, maybe one song a year that's like, okay, yeah, that's pretty good. But it's nothing I'm going to get into or start buying. But if somebody from a band I like, actually pulls off maybe a half-decent cover of it. I'll be like, okay, cool. Now I can kind of enjoy this song, and it, and it's okay. We've been through that throughout our lives, whether it's a metal band covering Joan Baez all the way up until this year. So it, 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 this has been going on for decades, for sure. So the fun thing about this double shot is I think more of you would recognize the pop song than the punk rock song, which is going to be the second half of this twofer. So I just thought I'd have a little fun with this because the second one's more of a personal favorite and the first song is definitely more sad and the second one's more happy and it fits a little more into the whole Bowling for Soup thing, which is to mostly be in a good mood and drink and be merry and all that stuff. So check out these two totally different types of songs recorded by the same band. Take it away, Bowling for Soup. We were good, we were gold, kind of dream that can't be. We were right till we weren't Built a home and watched it burn I didn't want to leave you, I didn't want to lie Started to cry but then remembered I I can buy myself flowers Write my name in the sand Talk to myself for hours Say things you don't understand Yeah. 
So with a band like Bowling for Soup, I was about to even just come on the air here and say, oh, some random from left field stuff cover wise from Bowling for Soup. But honestly, a band like this, they have no rule book ever. And they could very easily cover an Anthrax song or a Cool in the Gang song and everybody would be like, yeah, okay, sure. So that would have been one of my ultimate goals if I ever started a band, no matter what genre my band would be known for, that we could do those kind of things. And I mentioned Anthrax because they do the same thing. There's no rules when it comes to covers for them, and it's just accepted, and I love that. So, yes, Bowling for Soup, they're two for right there from their Odds and Ends release called Don't Mind If We Do, Mostly Covers. Yes, that was Miley Cyrus's Flowers right there. A little bit more easily digested to most people, I would think. At least people that would listen to this show. An experiment I tried. Hopefully you didn't hate it too much. But yes, that song is probably, if I had to guess, it's probably going to be like the single of the year. It's got like probably, at this point, billions on YouTube, billions on Spotify, all that kind of stuff. So I don't even blame Bowling for Sue for doing that. And I'm sure they actually legitimately like the song. A lot of people do. So... After that, a way super-duper more obscure song, a song that probably actually should have been a hit back in the late 90s or 2000. I can't remember exactly. I think it was 1999 that the original version of that song came out. And that was a Suicide Machines cover called Sometimes I Don't Mind, which is, yes, a very sappy, poppy, punky love letter to a dog, which is totally cool. Like, that song is almost a little out of time, in 1999 i think that song would have been a bigger hit nowadays because it just seems like more and more over the last couple of decades we realize what pets actually do for us they enhance our lives so yeah if you go look up the video for that it's definitely a very cute puppy dog video so go check it out if you like to watch videos about dogs being cute and with band members but yeah that song when it came out and that's basically a straight up cover there's no difference in that one versus the original suicide machine song and i remember actually kind of hating that song when it came out in 1999 because this was the suicide machines attempt at selling out like hardcore selling out like you put out these two great hardcore records and you basically attempted to throw it all away for the dollar which is the least punk rock thing you could do and since it didn't really take off for them they did go back and put out better records afterwards, but yeah, who knows? Like, if it had been like a Sugar Ray thing where it took off, then they probably would have never come back. Uh, but that record failed, and we got our band back. <laughs> probably much to their chagrin when it comes to paying the bills. However, I don't hate the record as much as I did in 1999 on that principle. You know, saying it out loud like that makes me feel like an asshole. <laughs> it's like, I'm glad they didn't make a lot of money. I, I do wish them all the money, but yeah, okay. Let me just pull the shoot here and get over to the next double shot, the last one of the night. One of my all-time favorite bands, and to this day, one of the baddest bands on the planet. Top 10 bands that are alive and active that you should 1,000% go see live if you get a chance, especially if you've never seen them. But if they come to your town, even if you've seen them, you have a moral and musical obligation to go see these motherfuckers. Fishbone, they got a new EP out simply just called Fishbone. It's basically a tribute to their first EP, which was also self-titled, 
and they they mess with the album cover and stuff like that. They don't own those masters anymore. Clearly, I think Epic still owns them, but they had some fun with the album cover. They have a new self-titled EP for the second time in their career, and man, this is a fun record. And I guess through no coincidence that they have more original members back in the band than they've had in a while. It sounds very much like early Fishbone. And that sounds like a press release, and it's probably in their press release if they have one. But I'm not just saying that. As a fan, this gives me a lot of vibes off of like first record, first EP kind of thing. And there's nothing wrong with that. Whatever they do, they're great at. It's amazing to me. And another reason why I love this band so much is they can do straight up ska dance music, and they can do some of the best heavy metal I've ever heard too. It's insanity. But yeah. I will say that the second half of this twofer is definitely more ska-driven. And the other song I'm going to play is definitely the oddball on the EP. And Not that there are any strangers to oddball songs, for sure, but I expected this to be my least favorite song on the album, just considering the association. So Fat Mike, leader of NoFX, produced this album for him. And I will say, I'm not a NoFX fan, even remotely. But Fat Mike does have a pretty good ear as a producer and engineer. So him hooking up with Fishbone, I didn't have a big problem with it. But then when I found out that there was going to be a duet between NoFX and Fishbone, I was like, ah, oh, man, damn it. But I actually wound up liking the song. And that's the song that's going to kick off this twofer here to close off the show. So from the brand new self-titled Fishbone EP from 2023, we're going to kick things off with a duet between NoFX and Fishbone, and this song is called Estranged Fruit. The poplar trees are now populous And not just in the south We must join forces and speak out We may not see as many bodies Hanging from the trees Cause they're busy lynching our ideals Our pride and liberties Limbs across America Might now bear a less strange fruit Because Of common sense This high-down decency Is making hate seem great again On Fox Commentary There's strange fruit There's strange fruit Yeah 
that we're all owned by the one percent. Why don't everybody understand that since all humans are tethered, when one race is dehumanized, we
Closing off the show here this week and closing off the second volume of the Odds and Ends of 2023. We are staying up to date here on Rock Strikes 10 for the first time ever. Yes, Fishbone from their EP, simply called Fishbone, in 2023. When you go look it up, that was Estranged Fruit and finishing up with an old school feel from Fishbone called Cubicle. Can't we all relate, or at least most of us can at some point. Even I had a cubicle for a moment in my life, and I massively regret it. Okay, hope you enjoyed this episode. We'll be back next week with something I have no clue. I am working on doing a bunch of different things, some stuff I've never done before, revisiting some older themes. I really want to get another volume of the concert chronology done, so hopefully that'll be the next episode, but that's a tease for later. If it's not... It's going to happen at some point. I will get it done. And once again, working on the albums from 1983. That's been a lot of fun. So as always, big things doing here on Rock Strikes 10. Be a part of it. Recommend it. Please, that thing that I put on the social media, listen, like, subscribe, and share. I would actually like all of you to do that, please. That would be nice. I don't need money. I just want people to hear the show. That's all. Okay. But until the next show, stay tuned for my better half, Nola, with the plugs, and followed by the best damn outro song in all the podcasting business. Take it away, Nola. We would like to thank you for taking the time to listen to the show today. You can reach us on Facebook or Twitter. We love getting messages and always do our best to respond. Every time you share our show, we give our cats Ruby and Ripley a treat. We are on Twitter at rockstrikes 10 and the direct email is rockstrikes10 at gmail.com. When you search for us, the number 10 is always spelled out. If you would like to support our show financially, we do have Rock Strikes 10 shirts for sale. For $20, we will ship you out a high-quality, soft-as-heck, next-level branded shirt and a button. Send us an email or direct message for more details or to order. Please help us spread the word about this show and all of our other quality shows by listening, liking, subscribing, and sharing. Our official website is cnjradio.com. You can visit this site for all episodes of Rock Strikes 10 going all the way back to episode number one. While you're on cnjradio.com, check out some of these other quality shows. The Wrestling House Show, a pro wrestling podcast unlike any other. The Synaptic Empire Audio Transmissions, hosted by Randy Brown, a true alternative. The Last Theater, starring Chris, where cinema's trash is treated like treasure. And the I Am Vinyl podcast with Pete LaRussa and occasionally Joey. We also highly recommend that you check out our good friend Mark Striegel, who can now be heard exclusively on Sirius XM as part of Ozzy's Boneyard and Hair Nation. Last, but certainly not least, we would like to give an extra special thanks to the great Pete LaRussa and the band Spacebeard for the best outro song in the business. Go to facebook.com slash spacebeardband to purchase their music and make sure to tell them that Rock Strikes 10 sent ya. We hope you tune into the next show. Until then, have fun.
post-game show is brought to you by... Christ, I can't find it. The hell with it.